This time on episode 400 of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., Disney Plus Day 2021 Marvel News, including a 14-minute long Disney Plus MCU sizzle reel, 12 total series is confirmed, announced and or given premiere date windows, and an extended look at the upcoming Hawkeye series. I'm Stephen John Drew from Better Podcasting, a podcast about podcasting part of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find fantastic geeky shows at gunnageeknetwork.com. You have been granted clearance by director Alfonso Mac McKenzie. Stand by for a shield debriefing. All information to be discussed here is classified and may only be discussed among agents granted clearance by the S.H.I.E.L.D. director. Now it's time for your scheduled debriefing. I'm producer of the show, Director SP. And I'm consultant Chris. Welcome to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a Marvel Comic Universe fan show discussing the Marvel Cinematic and Comic Book Universes. This show is recorded on Sunday, November 14th, 2021, live from the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. studios. And broadcast WHIH wide via www.geeks.live. Come and join our live chat as we record. Chris is a very special podcast. You know why? Because I finally got to watch Shang-Chi. Yes, that's true. And also, it's the 400th Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode. So, woo! Yay for nice big round numbers. I mean, congratulations to everybody who has been a part of this show throughout its entire existence. You guys put together something good. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's just been fun doing 400 episodes. It just so happened that a special Disney Plus Day episode ended up being the 400th episode. So we have a lot of fun things to talk about throughout the rest of the night. But it's just good to be podcasting, let me tell you. And 400, it's been a honor and a pleasure to be able to podcast for 400 episodes for legends of shield on a podcast that i didn't even start did you know that chris i did not start legends of shield i did know that i haven't gone back and listened to anything from before you were there because as far as i'm concerned you started it (laughs) well i didn't so that falls to wing beef and operator and wherever they are tonight they should be celebrating as well. In the meantime, we do have a packed episode of Disney Plus. Matter of fact, this is a special episode. It is an out of cycle episode. And we warned you that this was going to happen last time if there was anything of note to do after the Disney Plus day, which occurred mere hours after we recorded our last episode. And one of the things that occurred on the Marvel side of the house, I know there was stuff with Pixar. I know there was stuff with Star Wars. I know there was other stuff on Disney Plus. We're going to focus on the marvel studios side of the house for disney plus with this episode we're not going to really talk about anything else but one of the things that happened with marvel is there was this 14 minute long what i like to call a sizzle reel and it was a giant trailer of stuff that has happened of stuff that is going to happen it included all four disney plus marvel series to date that's wandavision the falcon the winter soldier Loki and What If, both season one for Loki and What If. We covered all four of those series here on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then there were a total of 12 new 
Marvel series, or I guess there was a couple season twos. Anyway, 12 total series that were either confirmed, announced, or given broad brush premiere dates. There was no actual date given for any of these. It was just broad brush dates. And the 12 series of note, by the way, I'm just going to go down them really quick. We'll talk about them each individually. X-Men 97, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel, What If Season 2, Echo, Spider-Man, Freshman Year, I Am Groot, Ironheart, Agatha, House of Darkness, Zombie, or Marvel Zombies, and Secret Invasion. There are a couple of new ones in there, most notably X-Men 97 and Spider-Man Freshman Year, for instance, both animations. But also mentioned in the trailer that didn't receive special treatment was the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, Loki Season 2, and Armored War. So basically everything that we've been covering so far was thrown on there. And Chris, have you ever been to a large Comic-Con type setting? I have not. I've been to a couple little things that there's no question they were too small for big news like this. But I have to imagine that if you were at a big con and you saw these kind of announcements, the place would be insane. It's just insane. Like Comic-Con in San Diego, which I went to 10 years ago in 2011, this sort of stuff would appear on screen. Now, this was 10 years ago. Things have changed since then. People don't want to get lost. These corporations don't want to get their message lost in the sea of everything else. The Comic-Con that I went to in 2011, I don't think really exists anymore because people don't throw this sort of stuff on there. They want to throw it in their own events like Disney has D23. They want to throw it in there or Star Wars Celebration or whatever the individual studio and not just Disney, any of them has. They want to have their message there so it doesn't get lost in everybody else. But that said, this did remind me of sitting in Hall H watching those trailers for upcoming events that you didn't get anywhere else until they threw it up on YouTube a couple of hours later in some cases or days later in some other cases. But it reminded me of that and reminded me of, wow, this is their big promotion event for all of Disney+. Plus. And they have these sizzle reels, and this one was for Marvel. And I was kind of sad it wasn't in a venue like Hall H, where you had 12,000 of your best friends just ooing and aahing the entire time. But at the same time, hey, I was able to watch it on my big screen TV in my living room and with the nice sound system. And I was able to get the experience, as least as the visual and audio went, just with me, I just didn't have my friends whispering in my ear, like, oh, wow, did you see that sort of thing? So I don't know. Since you've never done it before, there is that benefit. Like, okay, Star Wars Celebration, Chicago. I went there right before the final Star Wars movie came out. And I was in the stadium where Kathleen Kennedy was on stage and basically they introduced Ian, right? So you had your first look that the emperor was coming back right that was ooh, that was amazing just being in the the energy of the stadium but everybody at home got the same thing they're like wow look the emperor is back sort of thing i don't know I, there wasn't that moment in the sizzle reel but that's what the sizzle reel is all about i feel like i've been talking too much about the sizzle reel have i been talking too much about the sizzle reels chris it's really exciting though that's the thing 
when we watched it over here, my wife and I, we each had a little mug of hot chocolate and she's looking at it and it's like, why are we watching a, like a clip show thing of stuff that's already happened? I mean, I had faith that it was going to be more than that. So I'm sitting there and we're watching it. And then when did that happen? I don't remember. Oh, crap. This is new stuff. So she was really excited, especially like the second time we watched through it and she knew what was going on. Okay. You mentioned second time. I watched it like four or five times myself. But one of the things I wanted to mention is as I was watching it, I thought, you know, if I hadn't seen these four series before, this is Disney's attempt to say, hey, look at all the cool stuff that we've done. Maybe you should take a look at them and then catch all the new stuff as well. So I don't know, like you and I, we've watched everything, but not everybody has. So it is a cool little trailer promotion commercial for people that haven't watched it. I mean, you've not watched everything on Disney Plus right now, right? Yeah, I don't watch everything. I definitely don't go back and watch all the old 90s cartoons. No, but I mean, like, this is what I would show my dad to get him to watch Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's a good title, by the way, Captain the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> I think that would have been great. But yeah, if you hadn't seen the stuff before, this is a nice sizzle reel for that. And then it went into Hawkeye, and it was the most extensive look at Hawkeye. They basically did an entire scene from front to back in there, the car chase, which we've seen many pieces of. But they showed a more elongated clip and you got more of a idea of what the relationship was between Kate and Clint in this whole thing. And I don't know, I'm excited to watch Hawkeye. I was excited before, but now I have a better sense of everything going on with it. And I look forward to November 24th when we were going to watch the first couple of episodes. So that was a cool part of it. So you had the four series, then you had Hawkeye. And then it went into Moon Knight and a couple other things. But let's talk about Hawkeye. Chris, what did you think about the Hawkeye extended look? This is the first real look at Hawkeye that I've had because I've stayed away from everything else. All of my knowledge coming into this has been what's been in the movies and what my friends have decided to tell me that they think isn't too spoilery. I'm really excited for this. I'm, most of what I'm really excited about for, though, is that it seems to be taking a big focus on Kate Bishop. And I like having these new characters. I like having the younger characters because every younger character is a step closer to sneaking Ghost Spider into the MCU somewhere where she belongs. <laughs> I think, I mean, we get in Spider-Man freshman year, so maybe that's one step closer, right? It could happen. It definitely could. So then we went into all the new upcoming I think they called it Coming Soon series on Disney Plus. And then they went into some title cards. And I guess a couple occasions, it had already been announced. A lot of these series had already been announced, but they called it New Treatment. So you got a new title card or something from it. So it was fun. At the end of the day, it was worth the 14-minute watch for me. I've watched it several times because of this podcast. But if I was just... You're know, like, okay, what's Disney Plus Day got? I would have done that. I would have watched Shang-Chi and I would have watched Jungle Cruise, which, by the way, I did throw Jungle Cruise on. We had some family stuff going on. 
none of us were actually sitting down to watch Shang-Chi. I have not seen Shang-Chi yet, but we did have Jungle Cruise on in the background. So at least I got some of that going on. And, and that was kind of fun to watch. You, I think, watched Shang-Chi. Did you watch anything else? Uh, nothing else new. Just some stuff that we're going back and watching again for the first time that's old or rewatching from our childhood. Jungle Cruise is definitely one we're going to get around to watching. It just didn't happen today. Did you watch anything in the new IMAX format? Not, at least not on purpose. I did not either. And I said last podcast I wasn't going to have a chance to. So maybe by the time the next podcast rolls around, definitely by the time Hawkeye rolls around, I will have seen something that has shown in IMAX. So that is the summary. Now we're going to get it a little bit more detailed. And we're going to start with a favorite that Chris has. The most exciting thing for me in that entire sizzle trailer was X-Men 97. To kind of set the stage a little bit here on why I'm so excited about this, I got into podcasting because of a X-Men uh, focused podcast. And so my entire podcasting journey has kind of been tied to X-Men stuff. And then just recently, I booked an interview with a couple people that worked on the original 90s cartoon. So I'm already going around at work telling people that care, you know, that kind of thing. I have that coming up. And then all of a sudden on Friday, I get a text from no less than 12 people telling me, have you seen X-Men 97? What is going on with this? And we have this big old event. So all I can see is the messages are coming in. I have no idea what they're talking about. They are taking a continuation of the 90s series, bringing back a nice chunk of the voice actors for it, which I think is good. Cyclops, unfortunately, has passed away. And the actress that did Jubilee says that she wants to have a chance for an Asian or Asian American actress to have that role because that is Jubilee's heritage. So she feels like that's. Just a way to kind of get more diverse representation into the Disney voice acting stuff. But everybody that I know loves this X-Men 90s cartoon and the fact that it's getting a continuation like this. Oh, man. Like, I seriously almost wet my pants. I know it was one of the things that Haley, Agent Haley, who's one of the original co-hosts of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., I know that was a series that she liked and we had talked once we got to this point in the podcast where we've seen everything that was on the screen that we might go back and look at some of the cartoons and the X-Men 90s cartoons is definitely one of the ones that she wanted to do. And I know Lauren wanted to do it. I think Michelle wanted to do it as well. So we might get around to doing it maybe in a batch, a season or something like that. Just to have the background of the podcast before this actually shows up now according to the announcement it's showing up sometime in 2023 at least that's the plan right now so we have like a year and a half before it's bound to premiere on disney plus but i'm looking forward to this because so many other people have really enjoyed x-men and i've never seen it because i just wasn't at a point in my life where i was watching tv in the 90s believe it or not so I'm looking forward to possibly going back and correct me if I'm wrong. The original nineties X-Men is on Disney plus, right? It is. So you definitely will be able to watch it. 
it definitely starts off strong and you can tell that the animation at the end kind of gets done more cheaply and more rushed. You can tell that some of the storylines are, hey, you know, let's just pop some things out because we need to finish off the contract or starting to do some things and they have to hurry up and wrap it up because they don't want to leave things on a giant Claremontian plot thread going on. But for so long, this was pretty much the definitive X-Men moving picture experience. Now, the announcement also says that the written by executive producer Bo DeMeo. Do you know anything about Bo? I do not. I do not either. Um, unfortunately, I had enough going on today to where I was not able to take the time to properly look him up or anything. So he has four producing credits, Imprints, which is a short The Witcher in 2019, Deep End, and The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. He is the writer of several things as well, including League of Legends Before Dawn and League of Legends Absolution. This is an interesting tap for it. I don't know how much of the original production team that Bo is going to bring on, but Bo is, in fact, the showrunner, I think, right now. At least that's what I'm looking at. Anyway. I'm looking forward to learning more about it. You seem to know a lot about it, so maybe we can intersperse a tutorial along the way here. And I'm definitely looking forward to listening to your interview when you finally get that done and published. Yeah, this is definitely something I'm going to try to bring up with them. Now, the next series that was brought forward, and by the way, it wasn't just in the sizzle reel. There were a lot of articles on Marvel.com in association with Disney Plus Day and the Marvel part of Disney Plus Day. So a lot of this information is not only from the sizzle reel, but from the articles as well. So the next one was a first look at Moon Knight. This is the first footage that I had seen of Moon Knight. Now, Moon Knight is starring Oscar Isaac. You might know him from such things as Dune or Star Wars, and he's been in a a lot of other things as well. But this was a first look at Moon Knight. We saw really a little bit into the character and into the dissociative identity disorder that the character has. And this is being directed by Mohamed Diab and is coming to Disney Plus in 2022. So this is one of the series that we will get next year in 2022. Chris, what did you think of this first look of Moon Knight? I think this one was made for people like me who don't really know much about the character. Moon Knight is somebody that I hadn't even really heard a ton about. Like, there's some characters that you just hear their name and, like, you know that they exist. Moon Knight was one that I thought people had just been making up because I didn't know about him at all. But from everybody that I have talked to, they are really excited to be seeing this and they are excited to see Oscar Isaac doing this. One kind of side thing that I'm excited about is that they're actually kind of correctly giving him a diagnosis of dissociative identity disorder and not just calling it schizophrenia. I realize that it's kind of been a few years since people really shorthanded into that incorrect information, but just the fact that people are still getting it right, yay, you know, get your mental illnesses correct. Yeah, and the whole back Round of I think the Disney Plus series is a great way to bring the background of characters in where you really need a little bit more than a two-hour movie to bring forward the background of these little-known characters. 
I mean, Thor, that was a Marvel character that everybody's like, really? Thor's in Marvel? Yeah, Thor's in Marvel. But I think they did a good job in the original movie bringing that forward just because everybody had some sort of a background into the mythology with Thor. But in this case, I don't think a lot of people other than the hardcore Marvel comic aficionados know about this character. I've read a couple of comics with Moon Knight in it. Didn't get a lot of background into it. So I am looking forward to a longer series, say four to six to eight episodes, maybe even 12. I don't know how many episodes they're going to do to get a lot more into the background. And I know love him or hate him. Oscar Isaac can actually act in it'll be nice to see him portray the character. That's just my opinion. So I'm looking forward to that. Now, the next series that was brought forward, I am, when I'm looking at the list of actual footage that we saw, this was my favorite. Now, we didn't see any X-Men 97 footage, but we did see some She-Hulk footage, and this was great. And it's listed, by the way, as a comedy. It's not listed as anything else. So this is really cool. The new comedy series coming to Disney Plus in 2022, so it's another 2022, is written by executive producer Jessica Gao and directed by executive producer Kat Caro. I probably said that name wrong. My apologies. And Anu Valia. This just, it looks fun. It literally looks fun. And I can't wait to see it. It will be kind of the opposite of Jessica Jones because Jessica Jones was very serious, was very street private eye but this looks like it's going to be fun i mean one of the things that i've picked up on just in she hulk appearing and random other things i'm reading is you get that kind of fourth wall breakingness that you get from deadpool but she isn't so r-rated about it you could have this in a family show setting still get the kind of fourth wall jokes you have a second person that as much as it pains me to say this you have a second marvel character that can realize that stan lee is dead or you know realize that stan lee even exists for that matter and what i'm really looking forward to seeing is how many other characters do they rope into this because between jessica walters here and matt burdock that's like half of the legal team for most of the superheroes because they don't really have to worry about secret identity stuff with those two being superheroes themselves the fact that they're saying this is comedy makes perfect sense to me. And also you're going to get characters like Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk and the abomination played by Tim Roth. We saw Mark Ruffalo on the screen. We didn't see Tim Roth on the screen. So I don't know. It's just, I think they gave us the limited amount of screen shots that they had and footage that they had. And it just looks like it's going to be fun. So I hope it continues to be fun. And that is, the first look of She-Hulk. We also got first look footage from Ms. Marvel, who we were talking about last time as Miss Kamala Khan was a fangirl of Captain Marvel. And you actually see that in the first look footage that we saw. So I thought that was great with the little, I don't know what to call it, a statue or not. It looked like a glowing ball of light right there in the middle of the the park or whatever, but we saw Kamala Khan, we saw a statue of Captain Marvel, and we saw a whole bunch of stuff going on with Ms. Marvel as a quote-unquote inhuman. We'll see. That wasn't brought out in the footage, but I liked what I saw. Did you? 
Oh, I really liked it. One of the things in the comics with her too is that they don't really shove it in your face, but they don't hide it at all. The fact that she's got the Muslim heritage going. So in here, you've got her. I don't remember where she's from in the comics, but in here they're saying she's a Pakistani American, which if that's not what it is in the comics, it's the same region. And I realize countries over there, vastly different places, but that's what we can work with right now with my memory. But just the fact that you're going to have this really excitable young female character that somebody is going to be able to get into the MCU and kind of grow up with her throughout the entire time. That's really exciting for me. Yesterday or the last podcast, we ran a story that this was coming in fourth quarter 2022. There was a tweet by Disney Plus that said this series is coming summer of 2022. So we did get an update on a new story that we ran in the past episode whole six months earlier. And I don't know when during the summer that this is going to come. It could be at the latter end of the summer. It could have been May of 2022. I don't know. But it's coming summer of 2022 versus like October, November, December 2022. So we're getting it a little sooner than we thought just a couple of days ago. Another announcement that was made that we already knew about, but it was officially announced, was that What If Season 2 is officially announced, and the Marvel.com article said, after enlisting the Guardians of the Multiverse to stop Infinity Ultron, the Watcher, so the Watcher Watch is going to come back to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., returns in Season 2 of What If to meet new heroes and explore more strange new worlds in the MCU's ever-expanding multiverse. Directed by executive producer Brian Andrews and written by executive producer A.C. Bradley. I look forward to hearing more about what A.C. has to say in the future. I think she did a fantastic job of promotion the first time around in dealing with different news outlets and podcasts and stuff like that. I, I really think A.C. went out of her way to make that show as great as it was for the fan experience outside of the show itself. And I'm really looking forward to season two. We already know some storylines that are going to be brought forth to season two that were in season one. And I don't know how many episodes this is going to be, but I think the first season was a success. So that buys them an instant watch for me for season two. An instant for everybody that I've talked to as well. I know Wednesdays were always a day where my wife was telling me, you better not stay late at work. I want to get home so you can watch cartoons with me. This was the main reason why. So just seeing what they can pull in, getting even more guesses of what storylines might be brought in since they proved in season one that they are willing to take storylines that exist and throw them into a what if series. The next series that we're going to talk about, neither of us know too much about the character, but it is going to be called Echo, and it will be a character that is introduced in Hawkeye just in a couple of weeks here, and Echo is going to get her very own Disney Plus series, and just because of that, I think if Marvel and Disney thinks the character rates their own series, I think that it is going to be a special introduction into Hawkeye. So I'm looking forward to learning more about the character. I knew a little bit about the character. I've seen her in a few issues of comics, but I didn't really know the extended background of the character. 
So I'm looking forward once again to learn more about this character. Whereas in a cameo to a movie or a series, you don't really get to know the character that much. I'll give you an example that we already know Photon. Photon in WandaVision, we know more about Photon in the limited scenes that she had in WandaVision than we would have had if she had been in Captain America Winter Soldier. I think having these characters in these series just expands the universe ever so much more. And I'm looking forward to learning more. And having all these new characters come up, honestly, I think this is the perfect way to do it. You know, if you put them in a movie, then you have to figure out how to explain everything. You have to give them the whole backstory. This is the perfect place where I can take, you know, what do you need to know for this specific episode? Five, ten minutes of why is this character here? And then roll on with the episode and you can just piece it together throughout the entire series. There was no date given for this series, but I, I think we talked about it before that the character might be in a little bit more than just Hawkeye. So we'll see how much the character is interwoven into the MCU, both in the movies and in the Disney Plus series as things go forward. Another series that really didn't get a premiere date is Spider-Man Freshman Year. This is an animated series. And I think this is pretty interesting. So this is going to be the first attempt that I know of, of Marvel, now that they are part of Disney Plus, that are going to bring Spider-Man in on their own. I don't think there's any cost share with Sony or anything on this. There might be. I don't know. But this will be interesting. This will be a Marvel-owned series of Spider-Man on Disney Plus. One of the things that I keep seeing in articles about this one is that Tom Holland is getting replaced as Spider-Man. Yeah, no. You have it all the time where different voice actor comes in for an animated thing. It's just a thing that happens for whatever reason. I know why they're doing it. They're trying to get people to click the article. They suckered me in once or twice before I'd really woken up. But one of them was because I wanted to see who the person was going to be. Tom Holland's already been replaced of Spider-Man in What If? We already did that. They're still running the articles. They're going to catch everybody's attention. I don't know. This is also another one where, please sneak me in a ghost spider. It makes perfect sense here. There you go. The next series that we're going to talk about is a new look at I Am Groot. There was no scenes on there. There's just basically a new treatment for it. I want to mention something here. I was obviously mistaken and nobody corrected me or maybe everybody else was as confused as I was. I thought I am Groot was the holiday special that Guardians of the Galaxy was bringing forward. Uh uh uh. There are two different things. There's the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special which I believe is coming out next year. And then there is the series of I am Groot which is a series of shorts that are following baby Groot's days of growing up and getting into trouble, as Groot always does. Two different series. I think this is great. You get not only the Guardians of the Galaxy, but you get I Am Groot with the baby Groot. Everybody loves baby Groot. Everybody wants to see a little bit more baby Groot. Everybody wants to know how baby Groot became that nasty teenager that we saw in the post credit scene of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So I am looking forward to I Am Groot because it's baby Groot. The only thing you need to tell me about this series is that there's Baby Groot. 
I sold right there. Save your breath. Trying to convince me of something else. All right. So we'll just move on to the next one. We saw another title screen of Ironheart. I've talked about Ironheart before. I'm really looking forward to this because I'm really looking forward to seeing Riri Williams. R-I-R-I. Riri. However you pronounce it, I pronounce it Riri. So Riri Williams is a genius inventor. It takes the technology that Tony Stark has created and creates her own suit and does her own superhero stuff. And with Tony Stark gone from the universe, Riri Williams is definitely going to be a fun character to watch and move forward as you have Shuri also with Wakanda and you have all these tech geniuses that are going to start I don't know if competing, but at least being there on the screen and replacing where Tony Stark was. I know Tom Holland with Spider-Man was supposed to come in and, and do that. So he conceivably could also do that as well. Anyway, Ironheart, I am looking forward to it. No release date was given for Ironheart. By the way, no release date was given for I Am Groot either. It seems to be a lot of series that they're saying, look, this is coming, but it's not necessarily coming within the next year. Now, the next series, I don't know. Do you have anything to say about Ironheart? I don't know much about the character. I'm excited. I like having the Iron Man type character in the MCU, though. And Ironheart is a bigger part of Young Avengers and Champions. So anything that gets us closer to all of that with these younger characters that honestly, they just don't have the 60 and 70 years of history tied to them. I feel like you can have a lot more fun with them in the TV show. I've read the comics so far of Ironheart, so it's been fun for me to read. But everybody wants Tony Stark with Iron Man. I think that's waning a little bit since Endgame happened and people are realizing that they're going to have to move on with different things. Of course, comics can reinvent themselves as they have for the last 75 years. So, you know, whatever. So the next series that we're going to talk about is the Agatha House of Darkness or Harkness. And I think this is going to be fun. I think it's going to bring out maybe some more of the darkness of what's going on. I mean, we saw Agatha in the tragedy of her creation, basically. I mean, she took out her own mom and, and her mom's coven and stuff like that in WandaVision. We saw that in the history there. Agatha is going to be somebody to watch. And if anything else, it's going to be very entertaining to watch just from the entertainment factor not necessarily like the hero factor but just the entertainment factor of watching somebody like loki loki is very interesting to watch right agatha is also going to be very interesting to watch and i look forward to this and i'm gonna hide my dog as i watch Catherine han just stole pretty much every scene she was in having her be able to be the focus of the entire show you just have no idea how excited I am for that. This next one, I got to say, if there is going to be a miss in all of these, I'm going to point it at this one. It's because when they were brought up in the What If series, we were all like, why is this happening? And even when they were brought back in the Guardians of the Multiverse episode, it's like, eh, did we really need this? I don't know. What I'm talking about is Marvel zombies. Now, I know there's a lot of zombie fans out there. I just, I didn't get the Marvels. I didn't, I don't know if they saw some different ratings than we saw of social media or online or, or whatever, but somebody liked Marvel zombies and it's going to happen, I guess. Have you read the Marvel zombies comics though? 
No, I haven't. So I don't think this is going to happen, but I am going to hold out hope because who knows what's going to happen at this point. But I hold out hope that they're going to go back more toward the Marvel Zombies comic side because in that, you had zombies who could talk, who realized they were zombies, who were funny with it. And I think that is still going to be a much better series than what we got in What If. I think What If worked well enough, I guess, for its one episode and like one cameo appearance. I don't see how they can stretch that over an entire series. But if you get the funny zombies from Marvel Zombies the comics, that can definitely work. I don't remember what like mashup it was or what series it was, but I do remember reading Zombie Sitwell at one point. And it was when Sitwell was a big character after he died in Winter Soldier. But that's the extent of the Marvel Zombies that I've actually read in the comics. So I don't know. We'll see if they bring forward, as you say, might be a little bit more interesting. We'll obviously watch it on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. and talk about it. We'll see when that happens. Now, the last series that we're going to talk in depth at is a new look at Secret Invasion. We saw a few scenes. We saw a different look to Nick Fury, and we've known this is coming. We think it's got its tentacles into several different properties that we've already seen, Captain Marvel, WandaVision, a few others. But... This is Secret Invasion. It's going to be Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. You're going to have Ben Mendelsohn there, and you're going to have a, a bunch of other things. And it might actually introduce Agents of Sword. I don't know, but there's no announcement date for this. It's just another treatment, another few scenes. Kind of, I want to say it's a first look, but it was really too brief for that. And I don't know if I'm any more excited, but I'm definitely not any less excited after watching this that's where i am i just there's too many things with secret and invasion in the title for me to look at this and be able to know what they're doing i'm sure there's somebody that's looked into the comics more than i have and can probably make a pretty good guess on what it is that's just not somewhere where i am with it but i do know that if the scroll are involved, it's probably going to be a fun time. It's always a fun time with Nick Fury. And if nothing else, this is just going to be a good way to introduce a lot of things that you can branch out into. I'm just wondering at what point in time am I going to be able to definitively say yay or nay to Agent 13 being a scroll or not? You know, I just want to know at this point. Either way, I got to roll with it, but I'm thinking it's. She was a scroll in the Falcon and the Orange Soldier, but you never know. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see as things go on. Now, there was no new footage for Loki season two. I think they're just getting the writing staff together. They haven't filled in anything. And uh, we already talked about Armored Wars. So, yeah, just stack pack full of stuff, 14 minutes and multiple articles and a few other announcements out there, like on Twitter and stuff like that. I think it was a successful Disney Plus day. I think it wasn't hyped up too much, but it was hyped up enough for us to pay attention to and get some tidbits along the way as we wait for this wonderful six-part Hawkeye holiday series coming at us in two weeks. Is it really that close already? <laughs> it's basically next week. 
when you think about it. So, I mean, wow, this place has flown through. Yeah, it's 10 days. So talking about that, in a few days here and Thursdays, we're recording this on Sunday the 14th, and Thursday coming up, we will finally have our takes on Shang-Chi on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. We'll be recording that, and then uh, we're still not going to do Eternals until it comes out on Disney+. Plus. Whenever that is, who knows when that's going to be, but we're not going to cover that here until it is on Disney+. Plus. And then Hawkeye's coming out, and then I don't know what's happening after that. We'll see if Disney Plus wants to drop something in January. That would be good. Of course, Spider-Man, which is not going to be streaming anywhere, is coming out in December as well. And again, we won't be covering that until we can get it on streaming or until the pandemic goes away, you know, whatever that goes. And it's not because any one person may or may not want to see it. I, as the producer of Legends of Field, don't want to mandate people going into a theater, whether they want to or not. We're just going to play it safe here on Legends of Shield and just have fun. And one of the things that I mentioned in the last few weeks, Chris, I don't know if you caught on, is I'm in the middle of this West Wing rewatch. Mm-hmm. And after I finish that, I want to go rewatch Agents of Shield. And we could do fun stuff with that, like the top episodes of whatever season, and then just mash it all together to our top 10 episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all the time, or our favorite characters, or, or whatever. But it's going to be fun to be able to go back and rewatch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. As we go forward, what I'm trying to say is, we've been doing a lot of news-only podcasts, and that's largely because I haven't really had time to do a lot of other things. But as the future goes on, we'll be able to do a little bit more fun special topics and as we get more time, and it'll just be fun. So I look forward to, Chris, your suggestions as well as our listeners suggestions on what they would like us to do in the off weeks when we're not covering one of these new series that are coming up it won't be like agents of shield because when we were covering agents of shield it was basically two-thirds of the year we were covering agents of shield and then the other third of the year we were covering either the netflix show or something that was out in the theaters or something like that it's not going to be like that anymore because this we simply won't have that amount of episodes out in any one time. So we'll just take it how it goes. Anyway, I had fun with this Disney Plus day. Chris, you had fun with this Disney Plus day, right? Oh, definitely. And we're looking forward to these series when they come out. Any parting shots here, Chris, for Disney Plus day or anything else Marvel before we get to our Shang-Chi episode next time? No, I think uh, between this episode and the last one, we had everything pretty much covered i'm sure inevitably some more news is going to come out probably tuesday just to pull a day out of thin air and we'll wish we had another episode but you know when that happens we'll slip it into the shang chi episode yeah we all do news top news one to three news items a week or something like that anyway if you have any comments if you have any suggestions for us we do have several ways you can contact us one of which is our voicemail which you can find at 844-843-2871 or 844-THE-BUS-1. We have a Twitter account, at Legends of Shield. And then probably about the best next place is our Discord server, which you can find at guineageek.com slash Discord. You can get Lauren, Michelle, Chris, myself, all there, and our Discord server. 
So Chris, you not only have been guesting on this podcast, you also have your very own podcast. Yes, I do. And that very own podcast of mine is called Play Comics, where for regular episodes, I'm grabbing a guest and we look at video games based on a comic property and how well they stick to that source material. Kind of the same idea here where we're looking at the shows and then, you know, this is kind of what was going on with the comics with it. So, you know, just see, is this game a good introduction? But also bonus episodes where I'm talking to creators about the cool stuff they're doing. And you can find that where? You can find that at playcomics.com. The site is going through a little bit of a redesign right now because I'm getting some more people who are saying they want to like write comic reviews and stuff. So I'm trying to figure out how I can highlight those more. But even throughout all of that, it's still going to be pretty easy to find everything. You can also find it on the guineageek.com network. Yes, you can. But I don't know the URL for that off the top of my head. Guineageek.com. Oh, I was going to be saying more specifically down to my part. The Get a Geek part is easy. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you want to leave us feedback, go to gunageek.com and you will find all our contact information and other shows. You can also visit legendsofshield.com where you'll find our complete archive of podcasts. The music heard on this podcast is by Kevin McLeod, found at incompetech.com and also artists on pond5.com and audiojungle.net. The opinions heard on this podcast are those of the individual hosts and do not represent Stargate Pioneer Productions, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Gunna Geek. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the property of the Disney Corporation, Marvel Studios, and ABC. No infringement is intended. It was a wild night with puppy cooper oh what was he up to now well i had to take him for a walk otherwise he would have just eaten up house and home he's not like a destructive dog but he just had a lot of energy and didn't know where to focus it and anything like that mm-hmm. and it just got 30 degrees and first snow today so today was his first snow and stuff like that but just had a lot of energy so i had to take him for a walk before we did this so i decided to take him for about a five five and a half mile walk try to gauge the way through the neighborhood enough to get that and we used all the led gear that i bought i got a led flashing light vest and i had a couple of flashing led armbands and the flexi leash had a led flashlight two flashlights and led flashing red lights on him and then he had his led collar flashing green collar and a reflective vest so you know, I would, all the gear it was dark out, took him out and he's just, he was wild. I don't know if it was because it was dark or he had the collar on or what, but he was just wild the entire time. He chewed through a portion of his leash. <laughs> and if you recall, this is not the first time that he's done this. This is actually the second time. It wasn't actually his leash. It was, are you familiar with something called a gentle leader? Yes. That's what he chewed through, the gentle leader. Oh, man. And luckily, because it was a gentle leader, I still had his collar on and was able to hook the leash, the actual leash onto the collar for a half mile from home. So I got him home. But man, he's just, whoosh, and then got him in the door and he wouldn't settle down. He was running all over the place, raining slash sleeting slash snowing. So he's wet, tried to dry him off. And he just, 
you had the wild eyes like Aah! like oh my gosh how you doing i'm good i don't even want to know how many naps i ended up taking today because it was a lot did you, you were just nappy today or was there something? i guess it was i don't know it was just kind of one of those days okay on friday with our event at work yeah you got free food Yes, but it came with a cost this time. Oh, of course. I knew I was going to have to work. I knew I was going to have to help like set it up and everything. So I was, and we're setting up foldy tables. And just like every other time I've ever set up a foldy table, I lay it down on one of its long sides, push the legs away from me like I do every time, went and flipped it up. And somehow it came down and landed right on my toe. Don't! Big toe right at the base of the nail. Didn't look at it till I got home. I'm fairly certain it's not broken. Oh man! But I'm probably gonna lose the nail. Oh, sorry, man. That is just. Ugh. I had something similar happen to me earlier this year, and I didn't end up losing the nail, but it got sh- the nail got shorter. You ever heard of that? weird yeah like won't grow back the whole way or if it does it won't connect the way it used to wasn't my big toe it was one of the smaller toes yeah that's still weird though oh are you telling me i was looking at it going uh do i have like radiation poisoning or something it'd be kind of cool if you did no superpowers yeah okay all right the superpower point sure Did you watch Shang-Chi? Yes, I did. I have not. No spoilers. It's very good. I plan to right after this. I had, I'll talk about it on the podcast, or I won't, but I had a lot of family stuff and, and friends stuff come up this weekend, and then I spent four hours at work this morning. Remember the whole monitor situation I told you about last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't put that in the extra notes last podcast because it was boring as crap as I was talking about it, but. I went in to try to finish that off this morning, and I got a lot done, but it doesn't look as good as the other guys. feel like I failed. Well, it's because you might be old. One thing with the sit-stand desk with that 49-inch monitor is, I don't know if I told you this before, but as I was fixing it on Thursday, I raised it up, mm-hmm. and I noticed that the power strip lifted up <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. So I ordered a 10-foot power cord versus a 6-foot power cord, and it's fine now. I mean, I've got all sorts of things in there for cord management. I've got cords zip-tied together that are going to the same place. I've got channel strips in there to make sure that things are they're looking like they're in one place or another. I got I didn't even know this existed. I got little clips that you could screw into the bottom of a desk. Oh, yeah. And then use a zip tie and then like hide the cord management mm-hmm. underneath there with zip ties at the bottom of the desk. And it, it's all squirrely and crap. It doesn't look straight or anything, but it's out of view. So it looks clean. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I spent four hours on that this morning. Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is copyright 2013 through 2021.